and welcome to our show, Film Talk with AJ Dean. I'm AJ Dean, your host, and I have the most wonderful co-host with me, Paul Vato. He's an excellent actor from Las Vegas. Paul, how are you? And thank you so much for being here. It is my absolute pleasure. Uh, there's no other way that I'd rather spend my evening than here chatting with you, AJ, and with our guests. And so I'm very excited about today's uh, podcast. So thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, Paul, thank you. And Paul, I am so excited and thrilled. We have Robert Rice in the building. He is a phenomenal actor, writer, and producer. And um, we want to give him a very, very warm welcome. Hey, Robert, how are you this evening? Hi, AJ. Hi, Paul. I'm doing really well. Thank you very much. So happy to be here. Thank you for yeah. having me. Yes, uh, it's we were looking forward all this week to you being on and you're a real up and coming uh, young actor and we're just so honored to have you and thrilled. I've seen your work and you are wonderful, but I do want to give a thank special, you. uh, you're so welcome. I do uh, give a special thank you and shout out to Nancy Scanlon, my friend and yours because she's so great. Um, Nancy is from En Courant Entertainment, and she is uh, she represents uh, Robert Rice. And also, I so I want to say thank you to her. I also want to say a special thank you and shout out to Kimberly Skirm, another great friend of mine who I we adore. And um, Kimberly and Nancy, thank you so much for casting this show. We couldn't do it without you. And again, we adore you and love you. Isn't that right? Oh my gosh, absolutely. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have met you. And you're so wonderful. Oh, <laughs> and they're so wonderful. So thank you. <laughs> yes. Now, how did you get to be represented by Nancy? Because she is one, she is basically one of the top, very top of casting directors in Hollywood. How did uh, you get that? Uh, well, I met Nancy before COVID, so I maybe so I, I had I had the honor of meeting her early on. Uh, so I met her. I actually ended up taking class with her. Um, I want to say I started in about 2019, and uh, we started working together, and we we kind of hit it off. And she's like, I think I'd like to try repping you. So that's how we started that relationship. Um, and we've been working together ever since, you know, through through the pandemic and beyond. <laughs> amazing, so. amazing. So this is wonderful. So it's really about relationships, isn't it, Robert? It is. Yeah. So, um, Paul, what do you think? Is This is your first time you're meeting Robert Rice. Isn't he handsome? And don't you see him as a great leading man? I mean, because you're an established uh, star actor as well, Paul. What do you say? Oh, well, well, well thank you. But yeah, I, I absolutely do see that and especially when he's working with, with such great people like nancy and uh and kimberly and everyone else and uh but i have we i think we've met on clubhouse before but i yeah. can absolutely see uh see, see robert uh, and what a cool name robert rice it just flows it's uh it's going i don't to know be if that's... a news anchor <laughs> <laughs> you could be a leading man news anchor absolutely 100 <laughs> percent um, well thank you it's amazing um, Go ahead. Go ahead, Robert. Oh, no, I was just going to say that's very sweet of you. And um, I uh, just um, Clubhouse has been a wonderful connector, especially through through the pandemic. So it's just been so nice to meet people like yourselves and 
obviously I, that's when I met Kimberly too for the first time and then of course I knew Nancy from before so she was she's been the connector for me um, but it's just been a great great way to stay in touch with people and meet new people and create a community so absolutely absolutely and I'm so thankful that um, you know that we have you on Robert here. thank you again I'm so much for being here and we've got two great movie posters on the screen here uh, from Robert that he is involved in he acted in and they're absolutely phenomenal uh, we have Demon Hunters 2021 to 2022 this is a TV series that you starred in Robert and I loved it and then we also have Pink Collar Crimes from 2018. So let's talk about oh. Demon Hunter first, because they're both great posters and, and really, really artistic. So Demon Hunter, I watched um, you in this and you are wonderful. It's so entertaining. Tell us about it, Robert. Hey, yeah, so Demon Hunter uh, is the, the true uh, version of create your own content if you want to, you know, want to do stuff. So my husband and I, in 2019, uh, we crowdfunded uh, this project. It's a horror comedy with a focus on queer representation and inclusivity. Um, and so we, um, yeah, we crowdfunded that in 2019. We shot it at the end of 2019, uh, went through all of the post-production process, uh, when COVID hit, <laughs> uh, which was a coincidence, of course, but um, but yeah, so uh, basically once we finished it, we started submitting it to festivals. Um, it started showing up in festivals and then we actually got distribution uh, and it was released this year um, on Here TV and Amazon Prime. So Here TV is our distributor. Uh, they're the oldest, um, longest running, I should say, uh, queer like uh, uh, cable slash streaming platform. Uh, so they used to be a cable channel back when that was <laughs> the chief thing that people did. Uh, then they moved into streaming. They still actually have a cable channel. So technically speaking, Demon Hunter has appeared on TV. Um, uh, but also it, you can find it on Amazon Prime. And yeah, I I, uh, I don't think it's iTunes anymore, but like Apple Music, Google Play, that kind of thing. So, so it's fully distributed worldwide. Um, came out, was it January, I believe? And all five, it's just five episodes, uh, sort of web-sized, 10 to 20 minutes each. Um, and yeah, it's a horror comedy. It's really fun. It's kind of like, kind of a, I would say it's a little bit of a sexier Buffy, a little more adult Buffy, um, but it has, uh, it's a lot more inclusive, different time. And uh, it definitely has, it leans more into the comedy, I would say. Um, and there are no vampires in Demon Hunter. We we went with uh, world mythology. So we went with like a different, some different kinds of uh, creatures and monsters and and such. Yes, and I was fascinated by it. Now, because this is horror, and you know, horror is huge. So many people love horror. And so I enjoyed it. Once I started watching, I couldn't, I had to go to the next one. I couldn't stop. Um, I had you. to see, you know, it's it's one of those types of TV series. So I encourage everybody to check it out, Demon Hunter. And you acted in this, and did you you wrote it and produced? Is that right? Uh, well, my husband wrote it. Uh, my husband created and wrote it. Um, he is a writer-director. I'm a producer. I write. Uh, my writing is more in the sketch comedy space, um, but for this project, Tim wrote it um, and directed it. And he had like he had a small uh, writers' room that he put together. Uh, we like created the full TV experience. You know, you have to manifest, right? Um, so we he just like we got a couple friends together who love the same genre. They wrote, they worked on it. Tim was the showrunner, director. Uh, we both produced. 
I acted in it. I also catered. <laughs> this is full indie DIY. Like I cooked the meals for a lot of the set the shoot days. So I would show up with a tray of like full meal and then do my scene. <laughs> wow. Um, so I mean, like we, you know, we we fully we fully indied it. <laughs> amazing, amazing, beautiful. What do you think of that, Paul? I love it. I mean, it just shows you that independent spirit that uh, that we really need to be a part of, which is. Well, if they're not going to give us, and I say we, you know, whether uh, anyone that's lacking representation, whether it's it's the gay community or Latinos or people of color, you know, anything like that, it's we have to go out there and do our own thing. So that's wonderful, Robert, that you and your husband were able to put this together and make it happen. And how, I mean, you know, some good things sometimes come out of this pandemic where you, if you're forced to be inside, why not have a project to work on so it sounds like you shot it and it was ready to get edited you know 2020 and instead of yeah. being somebody that's like oh my god we just lost a whole year you actually put something out so congratulations thank you yeah i it was funny be, well nothing about the pandemic is funny per se but like the timing of it was literally um you know we we were just about finished shooting there was a delay. We were gonna do some pickup shots and that's when everything started to shut down. So it was supposed to be six episodes, but we ended up um, Frankensteining it into five. <laughs> um, and then um, the editing process was in true COVID fashion. Our editor lives up in Van Nuys. Uh, we live here, fully mask, bag, drop it off at the front door, ring the doorbell, go to the car, wait, they come out, wave, <laughs> you know, pull the thing. And so like, it was a very like back and forth COVID experience, but we got it done. I mean, wonderful. I mean, wonderful editor, um, wonderful. Um, and we had a great composer, um, just like everything just really came together nicely. And a lot of that was um, from doing a crowdfunding campaign. We, we ended up being sort of in front of more people than we probably would have met if we had just kind of just done it. So like we, we met a lot of folks because of that and because we were putting it out there so hard for that month that we were trying to raise money people were like offering their services to us um for post and for production and stuff so it was great it like helped with locations it helped with posts it helped with all these things but it was just wonderful meeting all these really talented and creative people who wanted to be a part of this and who we you know were able to have a part of it so um it just really came together nicely we're really proud of it um it's it was our first big thing so we made every mistake you can imagine <laughs> um and we've learned a lot <laughs> so our next endeavor will hopefully be that much better um but it was really um it was we're really proud of it and we're proud of the fact that we did it and it's we completed it and it's out in the world and people have seen it and they enjoy it and that's all that's all you can ask for right yes and, and i'm sorry go ahead paul well, I was going to say it's it's uh, you know I know that Amazon and I know this is these are maybe more technical questions but you know I know that it has to be shot a certain way or a certain quality sound wise you know so they have software that actually will run it through and and they'll run the project through the software and make sure that you know the levels are right and the color correction and things like that uh, did you already know about this before you went into it uh, because of your partner or because of here uh, is it entertainment uh, or did you pick them up afterwards? How, how did that work? Um, well, uh, we we didn't know that we would end up be, 
end up working with Hear TV when we set out to do it. Um, we we initially had just set out to do it to do it, you know, to make something to showcase our our creativity, to, for him to showcase his writing and directing, for me to showcase my acting. Um, we love horror, so we we're just like, we'll just make it, put on a show. Um, but once once it in that process, we were researching. Um, you know, those kinds of things, just in case we ever wanted to like get down, go down that road. So I, you know, I was looking up, for example, like, you know, Netflix has a whole bunch of like specifics that your, your uh, projects have to meet like specifications in terms of video quality, like you said, sound quality. So when we like hired our DP, I was like, are you able to match that? You know, da, da. so like we kind of had that front loaded a little bit. And then once you start submitting to festivals, then you know they, everybody gives you the sort of prerequisites that they need, and then you just make sure you have a version that fits whatever the prerequisites are. And then, of course, once Hear TV got a hold of it um, and we signed that contract, they sent us a detailed thing like, okay, we need it in this format, we need this exact thing, this you know. So we had to go through some extra processes, but like we did research it at the top to make sure at the very least what was in the can was of the right quality, <laughs> um, and so. So, so yeah, so that is, I think, why we were able to just to kind of just move forward and, you know, with it, not too many obstacles once we got to that point. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. I am so proud of you, Robert, and your husband oh, and all of the actors, because it is quite a production to put a TV series together. And I wanted to compliment you on the editing and the transitions for your first project it is really, really, that's why I say phenomenal with you, because phenomenal is the perfect word for you, Robert. You really, really are. I wanna tell the audience and his fans, Robert's fans, a little bit about him. He prob They probably know, but he was born in New York and then um, he went into musical theater. He's been featured on Comedy Central, the Jenny Lewis on the line, and a Geico spot. So now you live in LA. How do you like LA? Love it here. Um, it, I, 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 I loved New York. So I will say I do miss it a little bit. My husband was ready to leave New York. So it, it was, he's the one who sort of um, got the ball rolling on the LA move. Um, but honestly, I really like it out here. We, you know, it's obviously the weather. You can't complain about the weather. Um, we have a dog. Aww, <laughs> um, we didn't have a dog do? in New York because, yeah, he's the cutest. He's in the room right now because whenever I'm, uh, I love him and I, I would have him on my lap if I could. But he, um, he will pace while I'm doing an interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like I just let him sort of relax. But uh, yeah, you know, just like quality of life is very nice out here. We we love our place. We love our neighbors. We have wonderful friends and people in our lives. Like all of the wonderful people I've met out here i mean we're we're close we have so many close friends and 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 colleagues that all came into our lives after moving here so i think you know we're just we've just been taking that as a sign that this is the place to be and like this is the right move you know yes, for us and um, have you have you met nancy scanlon in real life since you are uh there in los angeles yeah so we cuz we met before covid um so i met right. her at first, in person, like we were doing, I mean, we were at this, like, there's a um, Hollywood Production Center, I think is what it's called on Gower, which is like this, like, studio space slash casting space. And she was running classes out of there in this little, little room. And there were like, maybe three of us in the class. 
Um, and, uh, you know, it was a great class. And that's how we got to know each other. Yes, that's and the yeah. speciality of en courant entertainment because it is very specialized and unique. And um, I've heard, and it is, it's true that, uh, you know, spots get taken and it gets booked up. So definitely check out En Courant Entertainment. And of course, Nancy Scanlon and Kimberly Skirm, uh, please support and follow them. Okay. We'll sing I their praises for a second, if you don't mind, because yes, I take ahead. with both of them. Um, and both of them are wonderful teachers and wonderfully kind people. And, and to your point, like the classes are small. So they, they kind of, they're a really great mix between private and group so like they're not like the really big classes you can get into out here they're like 40 people which also you know they can be fine but it's it's intimate but there's still like a, a support system um yes, and you just there's personal like, it's more personal yes. isn't it robert it's a lot more personal and but you still get that feedback of having like a few people there like it's just it's just, it just really builds everybody up really nicely the growth i've seen in every actor that's gone through there and stuck with it has been incredible yes and i, <laughs> I mean, love such talent i love the professionalism of nancy scanlon and kimberly skirm like i said they are the top and i love that so please everyone uh support them and get in touch if you're an actor or actress um and that would be wonderful okay let's go over now um to paul paul do you have any comments shares or questions i'm just i'm just taking it all in i mean all this fascinates me especially uh, being able to bring a project to fruition, get it done. And, uh, you know, if I could ask all these technical questions, of course I would, but we'd spend hours doing this. Uh, you know what? I, I, I am curious. You keep mentioning this husband. What's his name? <laughs> Maybe we should get him a little bit of, uh, a little bit of fame and notoriety here so that people know who he is in case they want to... <laughs> he's not real i'm making him up uh, I, no. <laughs> I figured you know what i thought that that might be the case it's a, uh, it's a fake ring <laughs> um yeah, his name is Tim O'Leary. He is a brilliant writer and director. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I'm married to him, <laughs> but he is, he's extremely talented and he's been writing for such a long time. He has a back, like much like me, we actually met in the theater scene. That is how we met um, over 12 years ago. We've been together. Um, was, it a and, was it a play, Robert? Yeah, it was a play that he wrote actually and I directed and that's how we met. And um and yeah, we've been together ever since. Um, but yeah, that's how he started. And then he moved into more into TV writing. He also ghostwrites books um, and other things. So he's like, he's a very prolific writer. Amazing. <laughs> um, so if someone was interested in getting in contact with him for ghostwriting, how would they do that, Robert? Uh, yeah, you can email him at timoleeryonline at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, and he's always open to conversations about that. He's uh, he's very kind and easy to talk to, so <laughs> don't be scared. That's so awesome. What do you think, Paul? I think he sounds a little bit Irish. Uh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> just a wee bit. <laughs> just a wee bit. Have you been to Ireland? Have you guys, uh, have you guys vacationed together anywhere? Um, um not besides, a bit. Besides Palm oh. Springs or uh, or Fire <laughs> Island or. <laughs> Not yet, right? <laughs> You're calling me out. I, we were just in Palm Springs like a month ago. Uh, I know, but uh, I know. <laughs> you, went, you went over to two cans. I get it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, you know, we haven't. Um, we we will be traveling. Yeah, we'll be going away because um, we. Obviously, nobody's really done much traveling in the last couple of years, probably. Yeah. So, we're doing like a, a small family trip with his uh, mom and her husband. We're going to Hawaii. 
Um, we're going to Maui. I've never been. Uh, oh my gosh, you're going to love it, Robert. Yeah, I'm excited. And and look, Paul even has the Hawaii background for you. You're there. <laughs> Mahalo, absolutely. Okay. So this yeah. is wonderful. Okay, um, thank you so much for that, uh, Robert. And let's talk about the second movie poster on screen. I'm gonna switch yes. it up a little bit. It's called Pink Thanks. Collar Crimes. And that was 2018, is that right? Yeah. I guess it was, it feels like a lifetime ago now, but <laughs> um, yeah, so that was uh, that was a show that was on CBS. Um, it was, how would you call it? Um, I would call it like a docudrama. Um, it was a true, it was true crime, but it was um, kind of, they, they sort of spliced in, you know, actors with like the actual, some of the people who were involved with crimes, like narrating. Um, and it was specifically women who, committed like financial crimes or similar crimes, nonviolent crimes, we'll say. But, so pink collar, it's all women. So the the episode I was in was a was a like a, a suburban housewife who robbed banks. <laughs> um, it was fascinating. Um, so I was in one of the um when I auditioned for it, I didn't know what it was. Like they gave us a script, you know, read the script. I got the job. It was my first TV job. It was a co-star role. Showed up. It was at this beautiful bank near LAX. And they're like, yeah, this is what you're doing. And you're not doing anything you read there. You have to improvise everything. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it was like fully improvised. Um, and it was, it was such an interesting experience. It was really cool. The director was so kind. Um, and the thing about like network TV is it's so fast. Like, I was there, I think I got there at 7 a.m. I was out by 8.30. It was like, <laughs> done. Wow. <laughs> it's so fast. You're just like in and out. If that's all they need you for, that's all they need you for, you know. Amazing. Did you or... stop at the commissary for lunch afterwards? No, I didn't, but I have been there before. It's very good. <laughs> that's wonderful. And um, so Pink Collar Crimes, how can people see it, Robert? Um. As far as I know, it's it's still available on CBS, like on their um, streaming service, uh, which CB, I think is it should be on Paramount Plus now. If it's not, then you, I know you can find it if you just do a search for Pink Collar Crimes. Um, okay. But back in the day, it was on CBS All Access, which is no longer. So. Well, thank you for that. It sounds really interesting. <laughs> and also, how did you improv? What did you say? What, so since it was all improv and no script, it's like three, two, one, go, right? Yeah, they basically like gave us, <clears throat> so at the time they didn't know, I don't think they knew exactly what direction and what tone they were taking the show in. So we did like the actual scene, which was like working at the bank. She comes to the bank, she robs the bank. There's a little bit of an exchange she goes and that was like it right but then they i they were considering taking it into almost like mockumentary territory so i had to do like all of those like you know they do those fake interviews and in like parks and rec and all that and like uh, abbott elementary <laughs> so like we did an entire series of those where he's like just talk about her and i was like okay great and so i just had to talk to the camera about her but like funny um so we like did like a whole gamut of like very serious to like kind of absurd yeah um wow. just so they had options and then they eventually just took it in a in a mostly serious direction um but interesting it was, it was fun <laughs> it, it sounds like great fun what do you what do you say paul 
I love it. Well, you know, my background is improv. And that's the thing that, you know, I think a lot of people think of improv and they instantly think comedy, you know, oh, it's great for comedy. But it's also great for all these other things, whether it is theater or, you know, just being able to do something at the drop of a hat with with a serious tone, with a more dramatic tone. And as a matter of fact, that's the way our comedy should be. It should be done seriously. Uh, it usually ends up being funnier that way. But uh, that's wonderful that, that they gave you the ability to do these talking heads things yeah. and then, you know, let them decide what, what they want to use it for. But that's wonderful. Exactly. Did you study improv or was it wonderful? I did. No, I, I appreciate you mentioning that, too, because, like, obviously, I'm always going to sell Dream Lab and, like, the way they teach um, um, acting and on-camera acting. The other thing I always say, like, if somebody's like, what do I do to, like, get comfortable acting is improv, like, because improv just teaches you to just be um and to trust <laughs> and try not to control a scene um which i think is a is a is a tendency of a, of a of a newer actor to like try to control how things go and to control the emotion or control you know whatever but like when you're an improv you have no control <laughs> because you don't know what you're going to be doing so like it really does teach you to let go um and I, I, I did some work with the Groundlings. Um, when I was in New York, I took some classes with UCB. So like, I do have some experience in that realm. Um, and I, I loved it. I did, again, all of this was before the pandemic, but um, I, I got a lot of value out of, out of improv and, and learning to trust myself and trust my scene partner and just trust, just trust all of it a little bit better. And, and it's usually funnier and better and more interesting and more everything when you do that. Yes, and. Yes, and. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I love about that, Paul, is what you mentioned and touched on is it's about, and, and I believe Nancy does this in her Dream Labs class, it's about having belief in yourself, faith in yourself, faith in the process, faith in the journey, and faith in the result, that everything is going to turn out okay. And that safe space that Nancy gives is a wonderful, wonderful place. So, and I believe that's why you're blossoming, blossoming and flourishing and doing so well. So yes, that, and you're, and now you can just show up, um, you know, impromptu and there you go. You're ready, right? Robert, do you feel yeah. that? <laughs> I do. I, it is. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, obviously with time and with practice, but I do, I do feel more comfortable and confident in myself than ever, you know, than I ever have. And like every week that goes by that I continue to train and just continue to show up, I feel more comfortable and more confident. Uh, it doesn't say I always feel comfortable. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely feel insecure. Sometimes we all, we all deal with it. We all have growing pains. We all have uh you know, thing, you know, step out of our comfort zone. And that's scary. But I think generally speaking, I just feel more confident that I can rise to the occasion of whatever it may be, um, yes. really than ever before. And, and we were talking a moment ago about we love costumes, we love theater, we always, we've always loved that color and that kind of thing. Have we were that type of theater people, aren't we, Robert and Paul? Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, the time has gone so fast. We're going to have to start wrapping it up. I can't believe it. But before we do that, I want to ask how people can support you and follow you. How do they find you, Robert? And then we'll do the heart messages. 
Okay. Um, so you can find me on Instagram, um, Robert Rice Actor. I'm also on Facebook as Robert Rice. On Twitter, because it didn't wasn't available, but I, I'm Robert Rice87 on Twitter. Um, I'm pretty active on both Twitter and Instagram, Facebook as well. Uh, and Demon Hunter, as you can see in the poster, uh, there's no E in Hunter, but you can go to demonhunter.com and find out more about it there, or you can just look it up on Google or and it'll show up in all the different places you can watch it. Excellent. Excellent, Robert. Thank you so much. Um, I don't know where the time has gone. It's just flown by. But what we're going to do is our heart messages now. Um, we're going to start with um, you, Paul. We're going to start with you. Um, what is your heart message for this week? I'm thinking never give up. I love the fact that we as independent artists and, and artists trying to make it uh, in, in this industry is don't give up and create your own content uh, where you can definitely show off your, your talents, your skills, uh, things, things like that. Um, so absolutely. I, I say, you know, keep at it. It's a wonderful industry. It's so much fun. And uh, the only way really to succeed is, is for us to create our own content especially if you belong to a community that isn't traditionally represented. So we just need to, to go out there and, and put our content out there because we have a voice and it should be heard. And of course, uh, study improv. <laughs> but uh, other than that, uh, thank you. And, and please, if you're trying to get a hold of me, I'm at paulvato.com and all of my social media is there. So I'd love to connect. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. So thank you, AJ. Thanks for this wonderful opportunity. Thank you, Paul. So nicely said, as always. And Robert, over to you for your heart message. Yeah, um, I think my heart message is, oh man, how do I want to phrase this? Um, I think it's to trust yourself and to show up. <laughs> Trusting that showing up will get you where you want to go because every time you put one foot in front of the other that's like one step forward in the direction you're trying to go right and even on days where it's like oh god i don't know if i can handle this like even just showing up even if you can only show up this much it's still you're still showing up for yourself and and trusting that that is you are enough and that is enough and that's going to keep you moving forward i think that's that's what i try to keep in mind um every day because you know our how much we how how much energy we have every day changes right but like just just showing up and believing in yourself like works wonders and it's just that consistency i think that makes a huge difference and also i want to say like paul said if anyone ever has questions about filmmaking or crowdfunding or any of those things please reach out i'm always easy to talk to about that happy to answer questions anything anything i love that i love that so much and i want to say robert paul and i believe in you you are amazing. And you are just on this trajectory upward and you're gonna do so very well each and every step of the way. So I just wanna thank you so much for being a beautiful guest tonight. And Paul, thank you as well. And my heart message is be thankful. Let's be all just like Paul and Robert are, let's all be thankful and grateful and um, yes, trust that process, just like Robert said. And let's always have a sense of fun and play because that's what mm. theater is. And theater people and film people, we're, we're basically the same. 
Um, we, we are the same. We're one. So let's have fun and keep that sense of play. And it is an honor to be in this industry. And I thank everybody for following us, subscribing to us and liking us and all your comments. Thank you so much. We appreciate you so much. And subscribe and follow uh, Robert Rice and Nancy Scanlon and Kimberly Skirm and especially Paul Vato as well. Paul Check out Vato Presents and it's going to be a wonderful. So until next time, thank you so, so very much. Bye for now.